Good morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Friday, March the 1st, 2024. As always, I give God thanks for you, not only for who he is in your life, but who he is in the lives of your loved ones, the people, places, and things God has divinely connected you and I to for such a time as this. It is 6.56 where I am this morning. I totally forgot about the time change. So technically, it is between 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. where you can find me Monday through Friday. I apologize. I really do. I got up this morning, worked out about 5 o'clock this time, which would have been 7 o'clock indie time. So anyway, totally apologize. And I've got on a, a conference call I was supposed to be in. So my morning got all kind of messed up. But nonetheless, I'm here and I'm grateful. But yes, I do feel like I owe you an explanation uh, just because we have come to uh, find this time precious in the sight of the Lord. We have come to find this time uh, where we gather together literally through the airwaves to magnify his holy name, to encourage one another, to pray for one another, and to grow our faith with one another. I'm, the things that I share on this podcast is not because I am a licensed minister or I call myself a minister. I say all the time, I'm, I'm just a woman who loves God. That's it. And, and a woman who recognizes that if it had not been for the Lord on my side, I honestly don't know where I would be if it had not been for his hand on my life. I don't know where I would have gone or what I would have said or what I would have done in certain situations. But to know him is to love him, to know him is to honor him, to know him, is to give him glory in everything that you do, in all that you have, and all that you've been able to achieve from your health and strength, to being in your right mind, to uh, the valley the valley lows and the mountain highs. It's all to the glory of God. It's all to the glory of God. So on Fridays, you know, I try to give you an encouraging word and something to share. And I'm not going to be long before you all at all. Um, But I wanted to go back to Daniel chapter 10. Yesterday, I think I said Daniel chapter 5. I even put Daniel chapter 5 into um, the, the episode publishing. I changed that this morning when I went back to read Daniel chapter 5. I was like, this is not the right chapter. Uh, So it's Daniel chapter 10. And like I said, the book of Daniel is absolutely one of my favorite books in the Bible because of who Daniel was, how he had set his heart and mind to please God. And I believe that we are entering a time as we look around uh, everything that is going on around us that we have to have a set heart and a set mind to please God. Not to do what we want to do, but to do what the word of God tells us to do. That is what we need to do. Um, We have to wake up with the mind to, um, to do the will of God. 
and to ask God to help us to do his, his will. It's not easy, right? Paul says that even when he wanted to do good, he couldn't do, he couldn't do good, right? Even, even the desire wasn't enough, right, to always do the right thing. We can desire to do the right thing and still not do it due to temptation, due to distraction, right, due to this flesh, right? That's why self-control is so important. That's why reading the word of God is so important. That's why praying, Lord, bind your word to my heart that I might not sin against you, right? Knowing that even then, knowing the word, even then knowing, right, the consequences that might come, when I choose to do things my way as opposed to God's way. Yet, when we do those things, even knowingly, it's a struggle. And that's why we pray. And that's why we study the word of God. Right? And that's why we continue to press, even though we know we don't have it all together. Right? Even though we know our best is but filthy rags to God. Even though we know we are still growing and going from faith to faith and from glory to glory and we will never be perfected. This body will never be exactly what God, you know, what what God wants it to be in terms of keeping the word exactly as it's supposed to be day in and day out. God knows that, right? But are, are you trying? Are you focusing? Are you setting your heart and mind to do what's right? When you have an opportunity to walk away, do you walk away or do you just say, forget about it? I'm enjoying enjoy myself tonight, right? Or do you say, man, I, I really want to do that thing, but oh God, help me to walk away and walk away. We have choices each and every day. And the devil can't force us to do anything. He can only present the the temptation to us. It's our decision to set up boundaries. It's our decision to say, you know what? I said I wasn't going to have sex before marriage. So uh, I can't be, I can't spend the night with you. You can, matter of fact, you can't come to my house and I can't even go to your house. Right, because I, I'm not even going to test my strength in this area. But I tell you what, we can do. We can meet at a location. I can drive there. You can drive there, and we can depart from that location. You go to your house, and I go to my house, because that's what's going to keep us from falling into temptation. Right? You have a choice, and sometimes we have to just tell ourselves, "I can't, I can't tempt myself. I can't allow myself." To be tempted in this area because I'm going to fail the test. Have you ever been or do you know now if there is a situation that you were put in, you know right now you're going to fail that test. Right? If there's somebody you don't like, if you see them because maybe they said something or they keep saying something and you know if you see them, you're going to fail that test. You already know. And so you intentionally don't go to places in which you might run into them because you know that's a, that's going to be a failed test. It's going to be a failed test if I see him. It's going to be a failed test if I see her. And so during that though, right, knowing that you're still praying, 
you're still praying. It's not just about avoiding the situation, but you're still praying for God to help you. So if you ever do have that test, that you'll pass it. It's it's two and, right? It's two and. Meaning, yes, I'm being honest in the fact that if, if I'm in this situation, I'm going to fail the test. But it doesn't stop me from praying that God give me the strength to pass the test if I ever, for whatever reason, find myself in that situation. I don't know who that was for this morning. Maybe it was for me. Who knows? But nonetheless, Daniel chapter 10, and I'm going to be quick about it. One of the things that I absolutely love about this scripture, if you went to five and read it, I pray that the Lord blessed you in reading his word and that you got something from that. But it's actually Daniel chapter 10. And what I love about the word of God is that And I said it yesterday, but I want to say it again. God is no respecter of person, guys. He's no respecter of person. So when you see people that are, um, that look like, right, where you want to get to, when you see people who look like they have a certain prayer life, right, or they look like they, they know the word a lot deeper and you Say, man, I, I want to I want to go deeper in God. There's a couple of things I want you to think about as you read the book of Daniel. Number one, Daniel went through some things, right? He went through some things. Daniel wasn't just Daniel, right? Remember, he was in the lion's den, right? Remember, he was in the fiery furnace, right? Daniel went through some things. A lot of times we look at where people are, but we don't know what they've been through. We look at Daniel was fasting and praying and he prayed three times a day. And and I want my life to be like Daniel's. Do you really? Do you recognize the test that Daniel went through? And even when he went into the fiery furnace, he said, he and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, he said, my God, my God will deliver us, but even if he doesn't. So see, a lot of us don't have that kind of faith to say, if somebody is doing something, my God's going to deliver me. But even if he doesn't, right? A lot of us are not talking like that. So when the angel of the Lord said to Daniel, you are highly esteemed. Daniel, Daniel had earned that because he kept trusting God. He kept praying. He kept pressing, right? When he was put in the lion's den, come on now. He went through some stuff. So I say, number one, don't always look at where somebody is when you don't know what they've been through. And some of the most, I will say, gifted people, some of the most, um, I guess people who, when you hear them speak and, and they seem like, man, they are, they are anointed, right? We know that gifts come without repentance. So let me say that, but I'm talking about the gift that is able to set captives free, the gift that is able to break change, the gift that is able to, when you hear the person, something just quickens in your spirit, when they are able to go to God and you see the miraculous things that have happened because that they've been through some things. They've been through some things. 
How do I know that? Let's look at Jesus. Jesus went through some things. Now, we will never be like Jesus, but he went through some things. He was hated for no reason at all. See, people can say that they hate you and me, and maybe because we did something that kind of, we understand maybe why they don't like us. Or we may maybe understand why they don't care for us. Because before God changed our lives, many of us, we were, we were a piece of work. I'm just being real this morning. We were a piece of work. And so sometimes people don't like us. And you can say, well, I understand why they don't necessarily like me. You know, back in the day, I used to whatever you used to do. I wasn't so kind. Or maybe I used to, you know, do some things. Maybe you took something from them that wasn't yours to take. And so you kind of understand why they don't like you. But we can't understand why they didn't like Jesus. He didn't do anything wrong. He never made a mistake. But he still went through some things. And he had power. (laughs) Woo! And he still has power. Hmm. Go back and read Daniel chapter 10. Because you understand the power of prayer. This chapter, like no other, lets me know that when we pray, and it seems like our prayers are not answered, or it's taken a long time, but we're praying according to the word of God, and it still doesn't look like the situation is getting any better, we have to know that God is answering our prayer, and that he's moving on our behalf, but there are spiritual forces. There are spiritual uh, things that happen all around us every day that we're not even aware of. But that doesn't stop us from praying. That doesn't stop us from pressing in. And even when we are weak, the Bible says that it is him that makes us strong. And we see that with the exchange we see that with the exchange. And I love it when the when the um, angel says peace. Meaning settle your spirit, Daniel. Because Daniel says my strength is gone and I can hardly breathe. That's how I felt with my niece. I felt like my strength was gone and I could hardly breathe. Unexpectedly. My strength was gone. And I could I could I couldn't catch my breath. It was a little different from with my father. Because I, you know, we, we were told that. Didn't want to, you know, wasn't wasn't coming in agreement with it. But we were told that. And, and God's will was done. In both situations, I I have to accept the fact that God's will was done, whether it's perfect or it's permissive. But my niece, who died unexpectedly, I could tell you that all of us hmm, had no strength and we couldn't catch our breath. But when the angel said, do not be be afraid, you who are highly esteemed, peace, 
at some point you got to settle your spirit and you've got to know that he is God. At some point you have to settle in your heart. If God be for me, who can be against me? At some point you have to settle in your heart. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. At some point, you have to settle in your heart. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. And every tongue that rises against me, thou shall condemn. At some point, you have to settle in your heart. Let God arise and his enemies be scattered. Hallelujah. At some point, you have to settle in your heart that God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. So that means I don't have to be afraid of nobody or anything. At some point, we have to say peace. We have to accept peace. We have to accept it. And then we have to clothe ourselves in strength. The angel of the Lord said, be strong now. Be strong. Meaning, you don't have to wait to get your strength. God is God commanded, be strong now. That's a command. Be, just be. Be strong. Be strong in your faith. Be strong in who God has called you to be. Then he says, be strong, be strong now. And then just be strong. Meaning that is a position. That is a state of being. Just be strong. And I love Daniel's response when he said, when he spoke to me, meaning as soon as the words came out of his mouth, I was strengthened. Woo, that's a shouting moment. I was strengthened at that moment. When he spoke, meaning when the words, peace, be strong now, be strong. I was strengthened instantly. And then he was able to receive what the angel of the Lord was saying. Why? Because he had strength. When you're when you're tired. I don't know about you, but when I'm tired, I don't want it. Just I, I got to go lay down. Like yesterday, I was walking around in these hills, and my clock is off because of the time change, even though it's two hours. I was like, I need to go lie down for a couple of minutes. I couldn't hear anything. I couldn't really. I left the session a few minutes early. It's only like five minutes early because I was tired. And when you're tired, you can't receive. When you're distracted, you can't receive. When you can't hardly breathe, when things is going on in your mind, you can't receive. But he said, since you have given me strength, speak, my Lord, since you have given me strength. Meaning, I I can hear you now. I can receive it now. But see, when you're anxious, that's why the Bible says, be anxious for nothing. But through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make your request known unto God. Once you get your strength, then you can hear. Once you get your mind right, then you can hear. Once your spirit is settled, that's why he said peace first. Because I need you to settle your spirit first so I can speak life into you. But if your mind is all over the place, if if you're full of anxious, if you're full of depression, right first, I got to speak peace into you. I got to settle you. Then I've got to strengthen you. Then you can receive. I love you all. Have an awesome day. Be blessed. Bye-bye.